This is Audrey. And this is Jen. And this is 40s in the City, where we talk about our trials and tribulations of dating in New York in our 40s. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to 40s in the City. So we have, we've had a little break. Um, You know, we did just get through the holidays and I know today is January 28th. So there's been a lot going on. Um, uh, You know, well, for me personally, actually no dating. I was out of the country for two weeks, jet lag, like you wouldn't believe when I came back. I also, as it was mentioned before, I'm in the middle of a house purchase. So I am really not dating right now. Um, just kind of going through the emotional roller coaster of buying a place in Manhattan. Um, but Jen, Jen has been pretty active during this time. And, and mm. based on well, based on Jen's stories, um, we our our topic for today is going to be about age differences. Do they matter? Do they not? Um, and I'll let Jen intro that a little bit. Also, um, give you an update on what have you been up to, Jen? Yeah. So what have I been up to? Um, I had a bit of a, um, a break. Um, my daughter is away. So I did some dating during Christmas break. Um, the service sub that's gone, that's done. We'll talk about, um, that more in the next episode because that came, made me kind of realize, um, some other things that I was like, (laughs) more curious about. There's a lot to unpack Um, with that one. So that's the whole next episode. Yeah. But I think kind of aligned with that and moving into, I hate this new year's thing because it makes, it forces you, especially in the jobs that we do in marketing, where you have a whole marketing plan and everything, Mm -hmm. because I'm so anti resolutions and all those kinds of things, but you can't help. And I don't want to be that, you know, super type a person that has all these goals, but I think it just made me realize having that week alone as well and trying to date on the alignment. And so alignment of what I really want, what I can really do. Um, and then how am I putting that energy? Am I being judgmental of it in a different way? Am I contradicting myself? So so what that led me to, um, during Christmas break, which is now a month away, um, um, well, for the record, we did try to record an episode, but we were too drunk and it (laughs) did. We were already too drunk. Guys, okay. In our defense, in our defense, it was like 12 degrees that night with like a negative wind chill, uh, wind chill of like, I don't know, minus five. And you know, the wine, wine three glasses in. Yeah. And uh, just... The sponsor for tonight's episode is Tortoise Creek. It's a it's a cab from California. So we went with an American wine today. <laughs> yep, and it's nice. We're um, don't worry. We're only on the second glass right now, so we'll try to make this one <laughs> make this one stick. Um, anyways, it, you know what I started to think about, and I couldn't help but to you know overthink it. Was like I said, what I really can do in relationships or just can't be a priority for me. And why was I judging, you know, online profiles as if I wanted a relationship. So I started expanding what my original parameters were, which also meant age. So I, where I would normally, so I haven't touched the age, um, the, you know, in your profile, the settings. settings, Yeah. In a while. And so what was it set up before? I don't remember. I think when I originally signed on, I it was like everything. <laughs> so I had 18 year olds. <laughs> oh, no. oh God. But I and, think I've changed guys. it. 
There's a trend. Younger men like older women. You were getting hit up by like some 20 year olds. I was too. I, and I followed so. through with that a couple of times. Wow. Um, and so, you know, that's one thing, like we're just kind of overall talking about um, age differences and stuff. Um, and like, what's that sweet spot for us? And if there is one. And so anyway, so back to kind of like changing and I'm trying to figure out my alignment where I contradict myself and where I originally go towards relationship thought when I know that I can't do that, you know, and then my relationship judgment of men and all this, like, so in other words, I was forcing myself to look at, um, younger profiles, thirties, specifically this, uh, past month that's been about like 30. Okay. Where my preconceived notion is that 30 year old men are just going to be looking for women who are, you know, for relationships and everything like that. And, um, really, yeah. See, my preconceived I, yeah. notion of men in their early 30s and 20s is that they're just looking for hookups and they're not commitment ready, which is why I avoided them. Because, you know, as we know, guys, I am looking for my life partner. So mm-hmm. I avoid the younger men because, oh my God. I mean, maybe that's part of the reason why I'm, I'm moving out of Brooklyn and going to Manhattan now. <laughs> but. My experiences, uh, we call them the lost boys or the, like the man children. I've had a decade of dating men who are just like, oh, I still need to find myself, you know, and they're like 36, you know, and you're just like, well, when are you going to find yourself? I get that at 47. So. Yeah, well, actually, <laughs> I've, I've gotten that um, from somebody at 50. But, but, you know, this whole thing about alignment that you brought up is a good one because I think a lot of us do this where we say we want one thing, mm-hmm. um, but we behave in a different way. Mm-hmm. I've, I've done it. I it's instincts. Like, it's kind yeah. of like my instincts I yeah. go to and I'm like, whoa. I, so I'm trying to catch myself more because yeah. all of last year, I felt yeah. like I didn't really um, date new people or anything like that because I kept waiting to be approached correctly. Mm-hmm. And then this is also another thing of mine where I am trying to master the art of flirtation and a persuasive um, flirtation, I guess. Um, but, um, or persuasion via flirtation, whatever, right. Some kind of mix of that. And so I started kind of experimenting. So, and also I said younger, but also older. So I started looking more at older profile in the 60s, 65. Yes. Also. And I started right swiping more of these thirties and four twenties. No, because I already did that when I first moved here. Um, and that like, there was a couple of them that were like, Okay, you know, sweet. Um, there were 28, you know, I think I was 40, you know, when I first moved here. And those were like, I mean, wow. e- explicit lyrics. But, you know, when you <laughs> hook up with them, they'd ha- have me say one had a, a fetish because um, when he was in high school, his friend's mom had oh, seduced no. him. Oh, no. So he was into American past. <laughs> It was absolutely. And um, so he I was, he just was into it. And I was he like, was okay. He was adorable. He was a model. Um, and anyways, but I think I've already passed that and I've experienced that. And it was, it was like, I think there was two, but a lot of conversations that were a mess that were like constantly feeding. Oh yeah. Well, we all want to know how was the sex. Okay. So <laughs> out of that two, year old. Um, let's just say I didn't finish. Yeah. Um, well, yes. and one I had to force when I had to say, I'm not leaving here until I finish. And he was like, what, what do you mean? And I was like, I, do your thing, you know, like figure it out, you know? And, um, yeah. I'm, and it's the funny. other one had me that was so he couldn't figure out 
couple of things, and he was having me say certain things during that, like, <laughs> I'm a dirty whore, and all that. <laughs> That I was like, oh, I'm laughing uh, so much. I'm not even drunk. I'm laughing so hard. No, because it's it's really funny the amount of men I meet in their 30s who know my ex boyfriend was like 51, and they're like, oh, like you should go with a younger guy, like you know, because like that's where it's happening. And I I look at him straight in the face, Jen, and I'm like, let me tell you something. Best sex I've ever had in my entire life has been with men in their 40s. Right. Older men, like sorry, like I like, hate I hate to burst some egos though, but like a lot of the young ones don't know what they're doing. <laughs> well, I mean, and everybody needs to realize too that women are in their prime in their forties as yeah. well. So, like, it's unmatched sex drive. So, I will say, at the end of the day, that's uh, yeah. that's a big one. So, that's um, a going saying, but I actually feel like mine's gone down. But that's a different story. But let's go back. So, your experiences dating the younger guys. So, well. Yeah. So fast forward to now, because like I said, I was more right swiping in the thirties and the sixties. I think I was like, okay, let me, let me re-examine how I'm looking at this, you know? And I was also, of course, you know, my age, you know, um, but looking at it through a different lens, um, where normally I would be like, does this person, does this person meet my, uh, match my, personality, you know, which is like, if I'm going to be casually dating, like, again, alignment, like, you know, so I won't go older. I'm afraid to go older because I still have a lot of energy. I like to ride my bike around this town. I like to go out. There are still some that are pretty energetic. Yeah. But you know, I did experience in in my previous relationship, like that, that sex drive goes down and that's always been a problem for me. I, I've, just full disclosure i've had a higher sex drive than every single guy in every relationship i've been in and then like now with the men in their 50s i it got to a point of frustration so i have my range is pretty is a lot more narrow than yours is right now well i think that's why the 30s i thought hmm maybe the 30s they have more of a sex drive a higher sex drive so let me just say like the ones that were like white striping and i was matching with in their 60s this is all online um and those, nothing happened of that because they were too, um, I don't know. He was like sending long messages oh. as an original message, as the really? first message. Yeah. Um, and I like a Victorian style romantic letter. Oh uh, <laughs> my God. I used to put a stamp on it and mailed it to me because, um, it was, I'm a writer though. It was like, hello, this gorgeous day out. I'm wondering what you're up to. I'm just going out and taking advantage of this. Ja-. You know, I was like, oh, uh, you still there. Um, and then I think one time I took two hours and then he he sent a message and then unmatched. So I don't know what that message was, but it was probably like, you're fuck off or something. Or like, you're not interested whatever. I was just like, whatever. Okay. So those are the 60s. That's what happened. <laughs> like it was, it was a lot of just like, you expect a lot. Um, and then the 30s. So I went out with, well, had conversations with like uh, three dudes in the 30s. Um, one I went out with and he originally, um, sent messages of flirtation. And then I, I think this is partly the service sub and, um, and then this other dude and then this guy, um, so had kind of made me realize like, I want to master, you know, 
figuring out the boundary between like flirtation um, and creepy. And creepy. There was a guy who just started off with sexual talk immediately with me. On a, I think you have to be very creepy. tactful with the sexual yeah. talk. But I do think there is something about the flirtation where, like, that motivates you to see the person. Yeah. Because whatever this guy did, he was 34. And when he matched with me, he said, um, why are you not here next to me? And I thought, oh, that's cute, actually. Uh, see, my reaction when I got something like I that, like, that I wish you were here <clears throat> cuddling with me. I was like, dude, so that's, your, that's your hello? Like, see, no, gross. So one <laughs> dude had, in my age group, had, a, like, a m- m- couple months back, said, uh, I kind of feel like cuddling with you. And I was just like, like, okay. I ended up that's not, guy. Yeah, yeah, that was not cute. But for some reason, this guy, if he put the word cuddle, I think it would be a totally different reaction. But he was like, why are you not the record, with me? It's going to work with some women, not yeah. all. And right timing. I happen to be alone, and I was like, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's just straight up, let's be honest. I haven't I haven't uh, had sex in seven months since my relationship ended. I might get there too, Jen. <laughs> I was like, hmm. And so he was cute, but not like super, he looked super young, like man body. I mean, sorry, not man body, uh, child boy, body, boy, boy body. body. Um and 34, you're like, okay, I don't know. Like, like I said, his face looked super young. Anyways, um, he was talking about making sure like I'm not wearing panties when I come up, wear a dress and doing all that. Wow. Yeah. But he was like, did not creep you out. No. I was like, you know, he asked, why are you not here with me? I'm like, "Uh, we just met. And then he started to go on. He's like, you know, that's me. And then I was like, okay. Uh, I can't remember. I think it is. Okay. I think it is. See, that's the kind of behavior I expect on Tinder. If he was doing that on Bumble, I'd be like, what the hell, guy? You're in the wrong <laughs> You're in the wrong place. I think I get some of that on Bumble, too. Really? Yeah. I just took my um, find, what, what it says, what are you looking for, a relationship response off of Bumble. So I just completely removed that because I was like, you know what? Okay, because there's another story um, about the Bumble and somebody with a relationship. And anyways, um, Anyways, we met up. He had, I was like, okay, you know, when do we want to meet? And it was like, you know, measured it for like two hours. So we were 7 p.m. So it's not like at 11 p.m. We met like at Brookfin at a a Mm -hmm. wine bar and he was there. He looked so freaking cute. He was like... 10 times cuter in person. I he love was that. very manly. Love when that he had some a light slight scruff where he was like more manlier in person. Mm-hmm. Um he was so polite, so he was talking all that shit, but he was a complete gentleman. <laughs> complete gentleman, like ordered the stuff, was very um we were like talking all night. That's the only so was like Yeah, yeah. I was I was I very is interested. It a game he plays or he just yeah, if it's a formula. I wonder if it's a formula. It may be. It learned. It may be, but yeah. Um, anyway. yeah. I think that some people do that through, like, it's like when you um, you talk trash in your car. Yeah. And then um, or they, they talk see that trash person. online. They talk yeah, trash yeah, online. Exactly. But if you face to face, it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, so he was just throwing stuff out there, seeing what sticks. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, and then I show up. And then anyways, um, we had a lovely time. He just didn't have a super great sense of human. human. <laughs> okay. I'm hung over. Okay. I yes, we're had not way too today, much but... to drink last night. Oh, and side note, I met somebody in the wild last I night. Oh, that's exciting. I got a number from the wild. That is rare. So I think it's 
hopefully tides are turning out there. Um, anyways, um, okay. Long story short, like there was, you know, at the end of the night he paid, he did all these gentlemanly things. He, he, um, was, uh, didn't have a super great sense of humor. He was Eastern European. So he, I think I would see him as, I can easily see how other women would see him as arrogant. I can mm-hmm. see him as both mature and arrogant at yeah. the same time. And so. That surprised me with the Eastern European thing. As everybody <clears throat> knows, I've, I've lived in Europe a long time. I lived in Germany a long time and known a lot of Eastern Europeans. They can just come off as kind of like aggressive and arrogant. Yeah. Yeah, and well, the sense of humor part doesn't surprise me. Then <laughs> didn't surprise me. He was great. He was yeah. adorable. Um, he was like, "I have another bottle of wine. If you want to go back to your place, I'm like, yep." And yeah, so um, you know, we had a nice night. He was skinny and scrawny. All the judgment that I was thinking, but he picked me up against the wall mm-hmm. and like three times over, like uh, and. I was like, what? I, I, I said this before. What? Do not discount the skinny dude. <laughs> I was like, what? Excuse me? Um, and so anyways, um, yeah. And then that was that. And then that moved on. And um, that was a little bit after Christmas. But then I met somebody else. Um, again, so was that, really, that was really just a one night stand. You didn't have interest in seeing him again? I did. Okay. Originally I thought after, but here again, the alignment. So I started to smell some of him on my hair or my shirt, something. Right. And then I was like, Oh God, I want to call him again. Like, and this is the thing is like, we talked about it once I'm turned on, like I cannot be turned off. Like I'm like, I need it You're more. Feral. Yeah. Feral. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I was like ready to like, you know, come again, you know, let's, um, you know, do this again and stuff. But my friend was like, just hold on for a second. And I'm glad she said that because then I held on and I was like, okay, I'm going to wait till like, I gave myself a date, right? I need like these hard deadlines. I'm like, I'm going to wait till Sunday. And if I don't, you know, then whatever. So I did it. And then I kind of moved on from that. So that kind of time. So in other words, like, it's almost like that I would have gotten stuck. Mm. Like not an infatuation, but almost like, like this habit of wanting to just something that really wasn't anything that I wanted or needed or felt anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't, it was great, but it was more like I needed to do that to kind of get me past Mm -hmm. my mentality of acting like I wanted a relationship when I know I couldn't. Yes. fulfill you know the i know we go into this so, automatic way of being yeah. like i i saw that happening to me right when i had my rebound <clears throat> after the one we discussed on a previous podcast the std guy rash. <laughs> yes the rash guy um as soon as you know we started dating and we had all this great chemistry i went i slipped right back into relationship mode yeah because i had just come out of a two and a half year relationship so in the beginning i was like hey we need to take things slow i just out of a relationship but then boom i like slipped right back into it because that's what i knew for like two and a half years you know so yeah and and yeah and um you know so i wasn't and still to an extent even if it wasn't my mentality of the relationship it was still to an extent of a Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, an infatuation or yeah. whatever it was, but just kind of wanting to have like um, the same thing again instead of really thinking, do I really want this? Was this really great? Mm. Anyway, so I met, I met somebody else, somebody that I was also 
um, talking to on and off on the apps. He was 33. Um, looks like a lumberjack, which is one of my styles that I like. Um, you know, the beard and I uh, flannel. All uh, women like these days. Dark denim with these brown boots. <clears throat> and, um, you know, like a thick muscular, you know, tall. Anyways, um, and then we were texting also around the same time as the service of, so over a month. Um, and, um, it was really not going anywhere and he kind of disappeared around Thanksgiving or after, and then he circled back and I was like, interesting, you know, you showing back up, like you reaching out because I thought you weren't interested. And he was like, Oh, I just wasn't dating at that time. And I was like, you know, fair, because I do that a lot too. I kind of slip away and I just get during stuck in holidays, my own. During yeah. the holidays too, I assume like, yeah, a lot of people have a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So anyways, and so this, I learned from communication with the service up, not that he taught me, but, but just in trying to be a little bit more dominant, but still how the man do it is. So then I told this dude, 33 year old, um, I was like, okay, well, are you dating now? And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm dating now. And then it was like, pause. Like I gave him like a few minutes, five minutes or whatever. And then I came back and I was like, I think this is your cue to ask me out. Right. And then he sent the laugh emoji and then he was like, and then he sent it. He was like, Hey Jen, you know, this is so-and-so would you like to go out? And then we met the next night, you know, and we had a great time, great personality. There was some like, okay, here, I'm going to say it. I was going to say there's some red flags, mm-hmm. which is relationship talk, right? right. Relationship That's judgment. That's me. I'm looking for red flags all the time. <laughs> See, this is what happened. So anyways, um, like he was a little bit, I felt like I don't know who he was because he was kind of mirroring my personality. It was really hard to pick up like what was real. He was also future faking. There was a lot of like, oh, you haven't done this. Oh, I should take you there. Let's go. Let's go next month. Blah, blah, blah. You know, all this stuff. And I was just like, I've already had that yeah. before. So I already was like, mm, I'm not going to fall for that one. Um, but anyways, he was great. He was cute. We like went bar hopping until like 3 a.m. We're like went looking for darts in different bars. And, um, anyways, I, you know, he kind of like had his arm around me and like kissed me on a half cheek, half lip. And then I was like, what was that? Like, and, but he didn't do a full on kiss. Even when he said (laughs) goodbye, like I reached to kiss him on the lips to say goodbye. And so it was just very vague anyways. Then it comes, um, you know, we were talking more about music. I think the commonalities were music. And so a lot of that conversation was that. And I think that's where I saw some of the mirroring beyond that, mm, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he's he was a barber, which is a hot-ass profession, I think. Um, Did he have tattoos, though? No, he didn't. That would have... Mm, that would have been... <laughs> I would have been down on my knees that night I if he this, had tattoos on that. I have this that. whole image of him Ugh. in my head as like this lumberjack looking barber with his sleeves up and he's like covered sleeves, in tattoos. Sleeve, long sleeves, that sleeves been, rolled up flannel with some tattoos coming out. Mm. Girl, I'm down on my knees yeah, right I there. I know. I'm like... <laughs> Just I, I love a good tattoo sleeve or five. I did one guy with like three. Uh, yeah. So anyways, I was talking about um 
uh, Smith's tribute band that there was, they were playing on New Year's Eve. And then he seemed very like, no way, shut up. Like some of this, I was like, were you old enough? Were you, were you born? <laughs> like, oh my God. So Interpol, our common ground was Interpol. And I think this oh, is no. how we started conversation. But like I said, over apps and um, texts, everything was very dry. It was like, hey, yeah. how's it? Well, you never you know, know. You never it's sense, very hard. You yeah. never get a sense of a person until you meet in person. And I think this is also what's making me try to go to flirtation and to mm-hmm. communication before you've met the person because it's really not it's not thrilling it's like you know yeah. we want to make something exciting about this experience like of online dating because otherwise it's so freaking cumbersome you know it is and it's boring and there was a lot of just back and forth of nothing you know and i'm like i'm not telling you my whole life story over this anyway so our common ground was interpol we even talked about and some other bands right but um so I don't know. So we, when I mentioned, oh, so when he was talking about this interval that I almost forgot, um, he was like, I remember being, <laughs> I remember listening to the album when I was a kid and I was thinking, oh yeah, you're a 10 when you were listening to it. I was like, what the fuck? Because I, I was like talking about, I was driving my car. I was like, oh my God, I remember like, you know, the days 20s. when you're driving in your car and you would just like play your CD and it, you yeah. would just, you would just know the CDs and each track, you know, back to back or even, even tape player, you know, like a, mm-hmm. a um, and he's like, he's like, what's a tape? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like, what? <laughs> um, but um, CD or tape, and you just run it through the whole thing, right? Because you're not constantly shuffling songs, right? Up, yeah. right? So, so like, you would know a whole album back to back, and you'd really? play it twenty times because you're commuting and everything. So I was like, oh, those are the days where I had like yeah. Interpol, like nonstop, and I w- it was just constantly in there because I yeah. loved it. And that like that album was everything on like you know when you're driving everywhere. And he, that's when he said, yeah, I remember when I was a kid listening to this. And I was like, I, I calculated in my hand. I was like, holy shit, you're 10 years old. You're like the age of my daughter when you're listening to this album. And me, I'm 20 in my car. We're listening. So that was just, I should have exposed that more to talk about that. So, yeah. you know, and we've talked about this. Like at yeah. what moment do you talk about what you're looking for and all these things that are you kind of sweeping under the rug in the first date. Cause you're just trying to get a vibe. Right. Yeah. But like that maybe would have been a moment to just ask him how he felt Yeah. because I feel like the whole month long back and forth was, he wasn't sure about the age thing. And then I wanted to be like, are my suspicions correct? Um, I think the the other 34-year-old who was a real estate agent, so he's very successful, um, the one that I had like a one-night stand with. The Eastern European. The Eastern European and who arrogant slash mature, right? <laughs> he even, ad- he addressed it. He's like, I have a hard time, you know, meeting women. I don't really, all I do is like, I work, well, they all say this. All I do is I work and I go back with my dog right. <laughs> and I cook, but like, um, they all say that, but him, I like I said, I got a sense that people could see him as arrogant, and yeah, yeah. you know what I mean for sure. Um, so some of that was made up to make him seem like I'm just so innocent, you know. Yeah. And then some of it was so. Anyways, so going back to lumberjack, like <clears throat> I should have just kind of you know opened that up, yeah, and been like, how do you feel about our age gap? Like, yeah. are you? Is this a concern for you? Like, not. But then. 
how much of that is relationship talk, right? Like it's very relationship what, talk, Jen. Very to, relationship. Or I could have said, you know, to what extent it, you know, was this hes- hesitation that you felt from the beginning, from the age, or what right. is it? Because then he also said that he, he just got out of a relationship. True. So those are kind of things playing in my head. He just Here's got out of a relationship. Yeah. He's a relationship person. Um, there, he was ten years old when he was listening to the album that I was. <laughs> <laughs> in my opinion, any kind of conversation about why was there hesitation is very relationshipy. Yeah, any kind of talk about why was there hesitation, why didn't you just go for it? That's kind of like a relationshipy thing. Mm-hmm. Because if you're just going out there to hook up, um, you don't have to have those conversations. Yeah, and I guess I'm in that in between yeah. the lines of I want um, casual dating. Yeah, um, and you know, because I also want respect, but I'm still not figuring it out, experimenting on exactly what that looks like yeah. and exactly how I can communicate yeah. that at an earlier stage so that I don't end up with this guy because with this guy, then again, we were talking about the Smiths I, in my head. I'm like, <laughs> do you fucking know who the Smiths are? Because- <laughs> Because you were negative 20 years old. Um, anyways, his face lit up and whatever. And he's like, no way. That's awesome. And I paused and I was like, and I'm going to invite him. I was like, nah, I just met this dude. I know he's future faking me right now. And um, and I'm trying to get a sense. Anyways, you know, the when the night progressed, we ended up, like I said, staying out until 3 a.m. and stuff. And But I still didn't get a sense like of a strong... Um, not chemistry, but did he really, really like me? What was it? Anyways, the next day, it's New Year's Eve. I hesitated on making um, any decisions. And I was like, oh, my God, it's, now it's too late to like invite people certain things. I just sent it to him. I was like, oh, here was a band that I was talking about that was playing. And I sent them the event date. So he knew everything and not just like the date that I was, not just the tickets for the, the day of New Year's, right? So it wasn't like that I was obviously, I was just like, here's the band. Here's where they play. I'm going tonight, you know, that I mentioned last night, you know, Mm -hmm. and then he responded back. Awesome. I'll see you there. And I was like, what? And anyways, he joined and we had the most freaking amazing night. He even like labeled it as like his best new year's ever. We were like dancing all night. Um, I ended up did having friends join me, um, some last minute too. So, um, you know, I had to like address that with him and stuff, but, this is the best like, New Year's. The yeah. Spontaneous ones where totally. you just go out and have fun and there's no pressure. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I went to our friends beforehand and then did that. And we were like, I had my New Year's kiss with him. Awesome. And he was so, it was so fun. And again, like some of it, you know, I was like, who is this dude really? And, you know, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, but if you're looking for he, he did. Jen, does it matter? I mean, okay, ideally I would like a regular hookup, right? But right. what does that become? Right. What you start looking for is almost the same as a relationship. Like this is very tricky space and I'm really trying to challenge myself yeah. constantly yeah. on these habits that I keep That's going I'm towards. Why does it matter who he is if it's just a hookup? Yeah, well, I know. I think because yeah, you wanna see like authenticity in people, but yeah, like I don't know. I think because my last friends with benefit was from 2020 to 2023, so it was for three years. Italian, um, Greek Italian dude, 
um, six foot four, 210 pounds of all muscle, mailing his <laughs> dick. No, just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to pour you more water. (laughs) But um, he, like, after a while, I just started to feel like he was a complete liar. And he had um, not a wife or relationship or anything, but, like just everything out of his mouth, like where sometimes he was working on a hospital and he had to leave. Sometimes he would show up and he was here and then he would get a call and he would have to leave. And, you know, maybe it was relationship or family. When we first started dating, Oh, see, I said dating. Mm-hmm. We first started yeah. hooking up. He was like, um, oh, he has to take his parents to the airport. I'm like, it's 11 p.m. What flights leave? At the- I mean, there are some. Hey, there, are there are really My some. flights to Asia leave at like one in the morning. His family was not going to Asia. It's not going to the <laughs> Philippines. Okay. <laughs> like, I know that. Um, okay. But anyways, uh, so whatever. Um, I think that it just felt like this person didn't deserve me if they were a complete um, bull-faced liar. And you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a traitor to somebody. Yes. To somebody. Yes. Or you something. don't. You don't want to be the other woman or, like, or, or dealing with a liar. I get that. Whether you're looking for something casual or not, like. Yeah. yeah. I mean. No, I, I once. Honesty. I once and, found out yeah. I was the other woman and I, I didn't know. It's a, it's a horrible feeling. It was awful. It was awful. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. And so anyways, I I think that's what that part is about, but Mm. you know, and just like genuinely liking somebody, I think that makes it better. The sex better. Mm -hmm. Right. You know? Um, but anyways, so we went back to his place. Like, so we were kissing and dancing all night. It was just like, it was euphoric. It was so amazing. I, I like, I love this story. I, it was so fun. It was so fun. We were laughing at some of the things and like, sometimes I couldn't tell if he was laughing at the scenery because he was like, oh my God, like he couldn't believe he kept saying that. And I was like, what? And then maybe my, this is why I think I needed to address the age thing on that, that, that moment that, you know, he talked about. Yep. That Interpol came up and he talked about him just ending a relationship and that's, that hence the whole month delay and everything like that. And it was just like at the same timing. And I felt in my head because then my insecurity started to come out when he was like looking at the scene at the, you know, the Smith tribute and started to giggle. And I was like, what? Because you're like the young guy in hair, you know, like me, my snappy self wanted to be like, what are you laughing at? Are you laughing at because you're with an older woman or like, you know, like this is a inner yeah. insecurity in me because mm-hmm. I won't say that he was like a 10 and I'm a six, you know, or comparatively. Right. Yeah. And it, so it wasn't that it was just this little piece of insecurity of the age and what he was perceiving of that. And I think that's why I probably, yeah. if there was anybody who was, I was interested in enough, I should just ask it no, just to it be definitely, curious. It definitely should be talked about in advance for sure. So I mean, the only time I date, I, I, I never dated somebody that much younger than me, but I, I had a romantic weekend with a young Frenchman mm. right before leaving Shanghai. I was straight out of a movie. I, I was doing my MBA in Shanghai uh, in American school. And it was just for a weekend, but he was 25 and I was, or he was 24 and I was 34. So it was also younger. Um, 
but yeah, I did. I, I didn't necessarily hide it, but it, like it comes out. It comes out in your stories. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm with all of his French friends, and we're all talking about Berlin. And I was like, oh, I lived there back in the day, and they're looking at me like, how old are you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I couldn't imagine like trying to have an ongoing thing. But he and I, t- even though it was just a weekend, we spent this really super romantic weekend together. We still talked about it. We were like, oh, he found out how old I was. He's like, I had no idea that you were our age. And then we're like, are you okay with this? You okay with this? And we're like, yeah, we don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But so it was, it was so just, just knowing weekend. that. It was you just can a get weekend. Back that. I was leaving Shanghai. He was leaving Shanghai. So it was like, yeah, of course. It's just a weekend. But like, I don't know. I feel like I, the French are a little liberal about these things too. Like they're, they're actually, president, yeah, they're president, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, so the thing. older French women are yeah. very seductive, right? right, right you right. know, so. But in America, I I think it's only been people are getting more open to it recently. Like age, big age gaps. Whether it's older men, younger women, well, there's still a lot of harsh judgment there. But like the younger guys being into older women, this is a more recent thing. Yeah. And I, you know, I have contradicting thoughts on this Mm -hmm. because definitely the 50 to 25 is just too much. Right. Oh yeah. But you know, I think a 10 year, which sometimes can also look funny, but then that was me and this dude. Yeah. Right. Which doesn't seem so bad, but I was also judging him on that. And this is not relationship. This is also just like being seen. Right. You know, (laughs) yeah. So, uh, so I think it like the inner insecurity kind of got the best of me on, on that when he would like do the giggles and he was just like, I just can't believe I'm here, you know? And like, he was peeping the scene. I was just like, he's like talking about how he liked people watch and stuff like that. And, um, I just felt like that was judgment from that. And anyways, yeah, we had a euphoric night and, um, it was unforgettable. We went back to his place and, um, it was like a studio and it was very 20 year old studio. He had a workout bench in there. You had roommates too, right? He had a roommate. Um, (laughs) It was a house share where they had separate spaces and a communal kitchen and a communal bathroom. Um, And yeah, dartboard. And like he had a boom box with like a glass pipe with some dried ass weed. And this is like Samantha going to the frat house and sex in the city. And I mean, I, and at this scale, I would say 33 is very like late twenties. Right. But that 34 year old real estate dude, I guarantee his apartment is not like that. Even though I haven't been there, I know he has a one bedroom apartment in Astoria and I bet you anything is like pristine clean, you know, with some That's the thing about men in their thirties. They can go either way. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But even myself in my thirties, I was, I was probably more like in my twenties too, you know? So I think with women too. Yeah. Well, so this dude started to like text me every day. Good morning. And I like the the next day after, I think we were both like on a high because it was so freaking fantastic and no drugs, no drugs. Can you believe that? I mean, (laughs) but you know, it was so fantastic. Like our chemistry in that, in the bedroom. Um, and like, I just wanted to continue again. Once I get like, usually on, I'm like, I don't want to stop. And, um, then he was, the next day we were go- both going back and forth, like kissy face, like so good. And then he sent me like a plate. He made a playlist for me and I was like, you're too fucking cute, man. And then, um, then every day after he was like the good morning and good nights, 
I could not stand that. I was like, oh, I started to get in my head. I started to get anxiety. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get stuck to this. I know this. I'm getting attached to this, you know. And so I needed to like cut it short. So I think uh, we had a date on a Sunday. It was too relationshipy for you. It started to get, point. yes. And I was like, <laughs> I know it's not going to get relationship because I know he's going to pull back. But he was heading that way and maybe he got enamored and I was too, but I was like, I'm more of a slow burn and I wanted to like detach from that, from not being attached to like, cause I feel like those good morning, good nights, as soon as they disappear, you get all in your head, like what happened and what, you know, today. Yes. So I don't want those. Yeah. I want to be more like I was at the deli, saw this and I saw you or, or thought of you, you know, I was in the street like deli. I don't know. I'm like a bag of chips. <laughs> Um, <laughs> getting my big old smear. <laughs> came to my mind. <laughs> but anyway, so um, yeah, we had a date uh, follow up, and I was going to discuss all of those things, but he had a lame like excuse and canceled, and was like tired and cold, and I was like, okay, that lame. So I feel like he kind of woke up or maybe I didn't match his, you know, going back and forth, whatever it was, it doesn't really matter. I think I, you know, wanted to have sex again on that Sunday. I had some free time in between. I probably mentioned too much because he was started to ask about what's your daughter up to, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, I have a two hour window at this time, blah, 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 you know? And then like my daughter's going to a birthday and I think I opened that bag too early, but I <laughs> thought that he gave me like a green light about the no, daughter. No, he definitely gave almost... a green light. I mean, okay. here, here's what I I see from, and I I've heard the full story. It sounds like to me he was trying to get to know you and ask you about your life and your daughter, and like maybe get a little bit deeper than just sex. And you were just like, just come over. I've got a two hour window. Mm. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean. This guy, he's a relationship guy. Also, he just got out of one. And I did the same thing. You slip back into relationship behavior. He sounds like a relationship guy. Yes. And so then I think, and then Tuesday before he had like half day and I asked again, and I was like, I really need it now. And you can't go into two weeks after a really awesome night. Like dudes, you need to bag it and secure <laughs> it within a week. Cause you need to take There's advantage momentum. of that momentum, momentum of that high of yeah, that really yeah. good feeling. And I think the, the Tuesday he was like, I can't, I'm doing laundry. I was like, you need to call it in. You need to drop off your laundry and get your butt over here. And then, um, if he couldn't do that, then I was like, laundry. So then I pushed for an exit. I was like, look, your energy seemed to shifted. And I think it's, you know, because maybe you want something that I don't and, or you're tend to go for relationship. And he did say he was looking for a relationship and, um, and There's then but we ended on a good note, you know, but yeah, we both agreed like, but we, but we have new years. And he was like, oh man, nothing can top that night. Like in other words, like we both agreed that like what we were feeling that night was like really amazing. And yeah. that was an amazing experience. There was nothing bad that happened. It's just that. Yeah. And I said, you seem like a relationship guy and that you're... He could also just be going through the motions post-breakup. I mean, I look at my behavior. I look at my behavior. Sure, I was out there dating and like, you know, I was about to jump into another one with STD guy. (laughs) But, you know, didn't happen, didn't work out. And then 
you know, I, I kind of realized I really wasn't ready for that anyway. Exactly. So, yeah. Yep. So yeah, who knows so, what ha- happens behind the scenes, but I, I guess that is to say so that to there's the two different thing, though, it's interesting experiences to- and this is only out of two. And then I had another date and he canceled and I, we both weren't feeling it because of the coordination right. because I had a kid. And he was also so, in his thirties. He was 37. Yeah. Interesting. He had a tea shop in the Lower East Side. I think, you know, but listening to you and then remembering <clears throat> my stories from men in their thirties, um, which I thought they were all lost lost boys who needed to find themselves and establish themselves in their careers before they could commit to a relationship. There is one issue though. I, I, I have thought recently with them, a lot of them still want kids yeah. and that's where I hesitate because I do not want kids. And so even though I do look at guys in their thirties as like uh, mostly like, you know, lost, <laughs> lost boys, but I know a lot of them still want kids. And so I find that to be a problematic age group, but like, like you said, I think it can go either way. I think some of them can be mature and ready, and some of them can be still acting like they're in their twenties. And I then think also, it's a, it's a case by case scenario here is what is what I think we're reaching. And also, depending on if you're looking for the relationship, right? Because right. yes, kids, absolutely, that's going to be a huge deal, right? Right. But I will say, so then on a casual basis, or what I'm looking for, then. It does matter, but it doesn't matter, right? But because if somebody on the other end is looking for that relationship, you know, and it's just not a match, obviously. But um, I don't know. Uh, it was um, mature, <clears throat> arrogant. Um, and the other dude, you know, wear a barber and studio, workout bench. Like, they are... I don't think he's marriage material just yet. Like I would have convinced him that he needs a little bit of um, opening up and being a little bit more worldly and an experience with a 40 year old woman for just a couple of months. Like I won't take up all his years, his good years, you know, would change him Yeah, and that he would be a little bit more ready because some of the shit I was like, you are really, Oh, he, cause he said something about looking for something to build his future. And I was like, future buddy, like you are not marriage material right now. Like they're, you know, but you're not looking for marriage material, but my, point I'm not, you, but I'm saying I could right, have made right. him ready. So I think I should build yeah. a service for 30 year old men. <laughs> so my, my question to you is this, um, did, were you ex- like clear with all of them? You were looking for something casual because I wonder if these men knowing you have a daughter worry that you're looking for like a stepdaughter. Exactly. Why I wanted to have, were, were you clear with them? No, because first dates, we don't talk about this, right? I just do kind of vibe and uh, do I like this person enough to go? I would have went into that conversation within the, yeah, seeing him again. So technically the second date was New Year's, right? Mm -hmm. But we were dancing in a spot where like there was loud music, we were drinking. Right. 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 Well, so it would have been like. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if some of them think, because here's the thing, before I turned 40, when I was dating in my upper thirties and my mid thirties, there were all these guys in their thirties who like freaked out about my age. They literally freaked out. And I had guys saying to me, you know, I'm not ready for marriage and kids. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like I would get upset about that. Like, first of all, we're on a first date. I don't even know if I want a second date with you. Second of all, I don't even want to have kids. 
And you don't know that about me. Mm-hmm. But, like, because of my age, men would treat me like I was trying to, like, latch onto them for marriage and kids. And and men make all these, like, I don't know. I, I shouldn't generalize, but a lot of men make these generalizations about women. I always appreciate it when a guy would actually ask me. When so, a guy would ask me, do you want kids? And I appreciate so much when a man actually asks that. It's like, mm-hmm. they don't assume, you know? Yeah. So I think... Maybe I'm going to try like bringing that up in a first date in a really quick snippet instead of making it a huge conversation where it kind of, mm, yeah. it takes away, um, you know, From the, the romanticism or the vibe, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, on a first date or yeah, or some kind of script in the, my profile or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did take away the relationship part because I was like, you know, I did that because I don't want the people who are seeking casuals to approach me like that. Right. Mm -hmm. But which is contradicting because now, so anyways, I took that away and I was like, because then I'm getting people who are assuming that I want a full on relationship. I'm open to a relationship, but I'm like, uh, yeah, it's a hard. A it's, a, it's a hard thing, right? You either yeah. you're damned if you do, or you're damned if you don't. You're yeah. either going to be approached straight for sex and be treated like that, or mm-hmm. you're not. But then, like I said, then I tested him. The about- dude that was approached me on sex, and actually, he was a gentleman. So you know, yeah. So in conclusion, um, Jen, from your experience recently with the thirty year olds and all this other stuff, are you going to continue dating younger? Yeah. Yeah. I still have, um, some, uh, theories to test out. (laughs) Um, I still need a bigger pool to understand, uh, um, where, how I feel about it. Uh, you know, to research, not, yeah. Two, three. Okay. Three, um, is not enough of a, yeah, just more research. Yeah. Okay. More of a testing pool. We'll, we'll check back in later then. I'll keep it open. I'm keeping an open mind to that as well as the 60s, you know, because okay. the 60s used to be my limit Better before. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And so, yeah, but like I said, I'm kind of trying to master um, my communication styles and what I'm accepting and trying to align with that. And mm-hmm. so I'm using those pools as, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I need a larger pool we'll check back to work in later with. And see how it's going. Thanks for stopping by, guys. See you on the next one. Next Bye. Bye.